This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Titus, your host, back again at it, going hard, as always, trying to get stuff out. Got a little behind, but ahead. You'll understand later what that means, but um, yeah, I got something. I got an episode coming out Wednesday that I am pretty, pretty pumped about, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it, too. It's it's pretty big deal, and I'm pretty excited about it, so um, we'll just let the... Let that be a surprise to you, and hopefully you guys enjoy that. And uh, it'll come out at 3. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but if you're on the East Coast or wherever you're at listening to this podcast, um, everything always drops at 3 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So those of you on the East Coast, when you're driving to work at 6 o'clock, you got a fresh epi coming out at you. Right. So anyways... Today I'm holding in my hand the Delta Waterfowl, the uh, 2023 Hunt Annual Magazine. Get it up there for you. Got some cool news about this one. Some of you have already pointed it out and seen it already, but uh, yeah, I have something in there from myself. It's pretty cool. The Delta Waterfowl, Duck Hunters Organization 2023 Hunt Annual. I actually, if you follow us on Instagram, or Facebook, you've seen um, some pictures of a hen, mallard, flying into one of the Delta Waterfowl's uh, cylinder nest that they have really been working on for a while now. And guess what? On page 11, my photos are in the Delta Waterfowl. I thought that was pretty cool. And what's really cool is it's, it's on page 11. I mean, it's pretty much right at the beginning of the magazine once... You get past the ads, and uh, 
it's funny because I do got to admit something here that there was a there was an error, and I don't know if I, I think I know who might have said. I guess my title. I don't know. I don't have a title, but anyways, um, I think I know who it was. I'm not gonna say it, but anyways. So on the side of the picture on page eleven, if you go look at that new Delta Waterfowl magazine, it's pretty cool. Um, it's a half page article about the breeding nests in the hen houses. To, uh, they put anyways. Let me read it for you. If you're not gonna pick one up or see it. It said, actually, here's the, here, I'll show it since for those of you watching on YouTube, it's pretty cool. Right there at the bottom half, those are photos I took. And they did chop them down pretty far, but to be honest with you, uh, they almost needed to be because to capture what, what I got. But anyways, this is what the article says. It says, images captured by Titus Headings, chairman of the Grasslands chapter of Delta Waterfowl in California, which... I'm not anymore. Um, Austin Burst actually is. He's the chairman, but I started it, uh, I don't know, three or four years ago. Four years ago now, I think, right before COVID happened. Anyways, got got it going, and just honestly, I just had, I was too busy to do the stuff that needed to be done and do it properly that I felt like was the proper way to do it. Um, I didn't feel like I could be that with all the work that I do and stuff like that. Anyways, so just point that out. Um <clears throat> Illustrates a mallard hen utilizing a freshly installed Delta hen house at the Modoc National Wildlife Refuge in Northeast California, which is like their closed zone drive-through area. And then uh, it says late late last winter, Evan Yunker, a Delta student earning a master's degree from Oregon State, began installation of 200 hen houses across key areas of California. Important to breeding ducks, Yunker will closely monitor the nesting structures through the 2024 nesting season working to maintain and record the effectiveness in producing mallards and document potential ways to enhance their efficiency and this this was written by uh, kyle winterstein but i thought that was pretty cool um i bet you this uh evan yonker got pretty stoked when he seen that to know like he put that nest up and then I got pictures of it actually flying into it all the way until he basically she disappears. Pretty cool. So, anyways, just wanted to kind of talk about that. Um, I've been in a couple of Cal California Waterfowl magazines stuff <clears throat> that I've been interviewed about or whatever. But like it's the first time I've ever been in Delta Waterfowl, which I thought was pretty cool. And I think it's more cool because I don't really care about being in for myself. My but me taking photos, putting in there, I thought that was pretty cool. Like. That was cool. So, anyways, just wanted to share that with you guys. Thought that was pretty cool. <clears throat> um, also, <laughs> I, I haven't sat down and read this yet. I just haven't had time. Actually, I was going to take it to work yesterday and didn't have. I totally forgot it because I wanted to go through this whole thing. But on page twelve, it says California drought washed away, and I thought, huh, yeah, I, I will say, and I'm going to be try to be positive on this. Um, it, it is like all the lakes, a lot of the reservoirs are all filled up full of water. And then right now we're actually having that, uh, <clears throat> hurricane come through California's first ever hurricane warning. Um, pretty neat. I think, I mean, it's going to be bad for some people in Southern California. Hopefully it doesn't hit them as hard as they're saying it will, which sounds like it might not. It seems like it's maybe dying off just a little bit. But I say cool as in not, I don't want nothing bad to happen to anybody. But I mean, just like it's pretty crazy. Like first ever recorded hurricane coming into California. 
But uh, I guess when I say that, I'm that sounds probably terrible to say. That's cool because I I don't mean it like it sounds. I'm just saying like something that's um, never happened before to be part of that and see that in person. And then uh, I guess the fact of the rain and stuff is just we never get summer rain. Like in the Midwest and all that stuff, that's just common ground. Like thunderstorms all summer. When I worked in Minnesota for several months doing a contract for crop dusting, I mean, it was always raining. That's why you sprayed that fungicide all summer long on uh, potatoes, like regular, like russet potatoes or whatever because of that. But I just, when I saw this article, I'm being positive and saying that's great. And yes, I think I've seen so many birds around. I think it's going to be a great season. I really do. I think this is going to be an amazing season. That's just my thoughts and predictions of it. But at the same time, the key breeding grounds in Northern California um, they're bypassing all this water right through it and it just irritates the fire out of me. Honestly, I don't know how else to say it other than that. I may be a little bit more vocal than some. Some people beat around the bush a little bit more when they express their frustration. I just kind of come out and say it. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but it really just irritates me because they're not showing that, you know. And there's a page I follow. I think it's Wild time guides or wildlife guides or something like that on Instagram you'd have you could find it if you type in like wild time guides or something like that um it, it's a guy that's he has a page and he's in northern california and he goes to like Tule and Klamath all that stuff a bunch but anyways he's just always shown the videos i mean there's proof documented proof that he videos he has of them bypassing all the water and now those places up there are already bone dry now it's August and it's bone dry. It's so stupid and pathetic that they're letting that do that. I mean, that's a main producer of California mallards and they, they let it go dry and it's all political, you know, over a salmon or over some, some native things that are going on. It's just, just, it's all about money. But anyways, I just thought, well, okay. The negative is, there's a lot not being shown here, but the positive is that we definitely did get a lot of the drought washed away. And by for that, we're very, very, very thankful. And I think it's going to be an awesome season. Moving on, we'll probably we might I might do some more stuff out of this <clears throat> magazine later, but I'm just going to go straight quick and brush over the gear. All these that's why I like these the hunt annuals. It's not the main gear magazine, but it does have the page where they go through quite a bit of it. Because till season's basically, man, right around the corner, uh, like a week away. We can, you know, for a lot of us in California, it's dove season next week, next Friday. Um, and then a lot of people, it's, it's that are in the Midwest and other places where they hunt till. Excuse me. Early season, it will be till season. And uh, this year, we'll not be making it. Unfortunately, I would like to. I actually had some invites, but it just wasn't be able to make it. So I'm scrolling through talk jib jabbing real quick to get to this some of the gear this year that they're talking about oh one of the pieces that i don't think it's in here is um uh final approaches new divers are coming out with um i don't know if they're on the site i think they are actually if you want to go check those out go to fabrand.com let me look i know i'm supposed to be getting several of them there's going to be um Cans, redheads, scop. I don't know if there's going to be any 
me look. Let me see if there's going to be some ring necks. I'm not sure. I was told of a few, but I don't know if I was told all of them. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. I don't even know if they're on the site yet. Okay, I'm on page one. They're not on here. Two, page two, we're almost there because there's only two pages and it does. Oh, they got the Brant on there. So they got the last pass Brant Goose Floater. 110 for a six pack. They look really, really, really good. Um, they got the Eurasian Widgeon, which those were on there last year, I believe. Uh, nope, they don't. Okay. Well, I don't know if I'm supposed to. I'm pretty sure it's not a secret, but. Anyways, those are coming out, and we'll be getting those. I'm excited um, for some of the, the diver spots. Plus, just for visibility, if you guys really want to add some pop in your spread, the um, I haven't seen the redheads yet, but I did see the canvasbacks, and they look good. Like they look the best; they're the best looking cans I've seen on the market. And I I would say um, AVNX has some pretty decent looking cans. They look pretty good. These are better. Uh, Trust me, they just they just look really good. So, yeah, I'm not just saying that. You guys know I don't do that. So, anyways, that's that. I wanted to mention that's something new this year. Keep an eye peeled for that. But it is not on their site yet. I thought it was. Thought someone told me it was. Um, one of the new things I seen at the Delta Warfare. I didn't go look at it specifically, but um, I like this idea. Whether or not it flares birds or not, I don't know. But Lucky Duck came out with the X. Um, XHDA spinner wing with the remote. What I like about it is when you do the intermittent, when you have it on intermittent or you're doing it with the remote on and off, it always stops with the wing, the black of the wing up to the sky. So I don't know if that flutters birds or not. I've always kind of thought it does, and we've all had those rumors does it, does it not? I don't know. But that's what they came out with this year, which I think is going to be pretty awesome. It has a 7.4-volt lithium-ion battery, and it's controlled via a three-channel HD remote. Uh, blah, 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 blah. It says the decoy runs for 16 to 20 hours on a charge and comes with a six-piece, seven-foot stake. Six pieces? Huh. Interesting. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. There's some more stuff here, just the normal... Um, I wouldn't say these are these are just what Delta Warfare is saying their top tools for duck season. That's just their opinion, right? Um, they've got goose silhouettes from uh, Dakota decoy. They got uh, da, 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 what's that? G H O G G and H, not G H G, but G and H. Oversized mallards, man, you don't see nobody making those anymore. Uh, they got the GHG finisher spitter. They call it the spitter motion decoy. It looks just like a pulsator. They got some more spinner wings. For shotguns, um, they got the Benelli Super Black Eagle 3, and they add two new 28-gauge best inertia-driven semi-shotguns. These lightweight sub-gauge models weigh 5.5 pounds and are available with 26 or 28-inch barrel. My Benelli Ethos Cordoba best actually is a 28 inch and just my opinion for like a 20 gauge and a 28 gauge i prefer a 26 i got i wasn't thinking about that when i got my 28 gauge i just kind of wasn't being too picky i wanted one so bad before last season but i don't know i think the reason i kind of wish it was a 26 because now i have 28 on my 12 and i like that but for the smaller gauges being lighter smaller guns Kind of wanted the shorter barrel 
it just feels weird because my 20 gauge is a 26 inch barrel, but my 28 is a 26 inch, a 28 inch barrel, and it just feels really long. Like, I don't know how to explain it other than like this gun's so light and the barrel's so long, it just doesn't like go together. If that makes sense, it doesn't, it's not cohesive for me. Now, that being said, let me remind you if you have not watched and you don't get notified by YouTube, which from my um, analytics, it says it doesn't, it says it like only notified like a thousand of my subscribers. Like, how does it only notify a thousand out of 47,000 subscribers? Don't, I, I'm not going to stress about that. I don't care about that anymore. It just doesn't make any sense to me, but that's what the analytics says. So, the reason I'm saying that is because, um, my new video came out that I shot that Eurasian Widgeon. And that is actually, is it in the screen? I don't think it is. But it's mounted right here. And I do not want to take it down or I would. Um, I need to post. I'll, I'll take a picture of that tonight, actually. Here. Maybe I could do this because I did not want to get up. I don't know if this is going to be a good shot of it or not. That I could show you on the screen if you're watching on YouTube, but I'll put it on social media too. Travis did it. He did an awesome job. That's it right there. I don't know if it's focusing very good, but that's Travis did that. I, I think it was on my wall in two weeks from the time I shot it. He knocked that thing out, but it's awesome. I need to post it though and take a real good picture and put it up. But anyways, um, that video that just came out, uh, episode 12, is on YouTube. Um, it's actually got a, quite a bit of views on it already. So if you haven't seen that, go check it out. Just go under Mid-Valley Mercenaries and then videos and you'll see it. I think it's the most recent one, I believe. That being said, keep your eyes peeled. Every Monday at, what time did I put those? 1 o'clock. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I have three more hunts coming out, so let's go. Get pumped for that. Um, yeah, and then some short, a bunch of shorts. I'm a, it should be, we should be pretty consistent now. Um, there'll be three new hunts, and then after that, it's just going to be some other videos and pattern testing videos coming up. But I've been on a crazy work rampage right now, you know. Uh, let's see here. Three straight weeks, I think. In three more days, I'll have four, three straight weeks, and then I'll get a little bit of time off. So, anyways, hopefully to do some pattern videos in that time off. Uh, for shotguns, though, I've got the Benelli Super Black Eagle, the uh, Franke Instinct Side Plate, which is an over and under. They got the Stoger M3500, which is a great, tough shotgun. Um, I'm kind of skipping through some of these. Fab Arms XLR Chesapeake. I've actually heard good things about that. Not a cheap gun, though, and it is gas-operated gas semi-automatic shotgun. Um, it doesn't say on your price, but they are offered in the 28 and 30-inch barrels. Mm, Browning A5 Wick Wing actually came out with that, uh, I guess they call it the, the Auric? Auric? Browning Auric Concealment Pattern. Kind of, it's like really light tan and brown just i've never seen that pattern before but it looks decent i mean it's not my style but I, it looks cool though ain't nothing wrong with it um and then and we might begin some of these guys um when we were at the delta waterfowl expo me and thomas we were talking to the guys there 
at Weatherby. And we checked out their new uh, side-by-side is sick. I've been wanting a side-by-side for a long time, but nobody really makes them. There's a couple people that make them. But uh, they're coming out with, unless I'm pronouncing this wrong, I'm pretty sure it's called the Weatherby's Orion SXS. SXS. If you look up just Weatherby Orion, it's a side-by-side, but the S, S is in Sandy, X is in X-Men, S is in Sandy. It's a side-by-side. And they are making it in 12 and 20 gauge. Uh, the 12 gauge is 7.3 pounds and the 20 gauge is 6.4 pounds. Both sport three inch chambers and extractors. Five choke tubes come with the purchase and it will be in 28 inch barrel. It's a natural oil rubbed finish on the A grade walnut furniture matte blued receiver finished on the Orion SXX. I'm actually really excited. It's like an English stock. It's kind of that style, you know, with the two triggers. It's sick. Like, you need to go look it up. Seriously, it's it's really cool. I'm actually excited about that. I think we're going to be, me and Toss are both going to be getting one. Possibly. So, anyways, that's it for the shotguns. I'm trying to burn through this. I know I'm talking fast, but this is kind of a review deal. I don't need to sit there and blab for no reason. Um, they're talking about ammo. <clears throat> one thing I'm really excited this year that you guys need to check out is the Heavy Shots Heavy Metal Extreme. Um, it's got the original Heavy 12 Heavy Shot uh, tungsten uh, pellets in it, uh, which is a 12 grams per cubic centimeter. Uh, the tungsten pellets, which make up 30% of the load, so it's a 70-30, kind of like the old old heavy metal used to be. But this time, it has the flight control flex wad, and good things have been saying. I shot a little bit last year. They gave me, um, couldn't say nothing about it, but I shot um, three two boxes, three boxes, which to me is kind of hard. You know, they gave us a sampler. It's kind of hard to really base everything off of, you know, three, four boxes, but it could, it hits. And I, I, I want to shoot some more and pattern it. But anyways, with that flight control flex wad, they're saying for consistent long range patterns. So, um, uh, let's see. They have it in one and a quarter ounce of number four tungsten and number one steel, which I'm not really into that size personally, but if you think you need that for uh, for geese that's that's there then they also have this the three and six blend which is number three still with number six tungsten at 1450 feet per second so really really good blend and then for the 20 gauge they have uh one shot and four shot and then three shot and six shot mixed um federal black clouds they got 28 gauge it's brand new they actually have the 28 gauge Black Cloud, which looks pretty sick. Um, and they have their flight control flex one as well. Federal, you know, they work. There's a lot of stuff that intermingles there. Let's just put it that way. And and like Remington, Remington has, their bismuth is heavy bismuth. It's bismuth shell. So like everybody, you know, whatever. I, I don't want to, you know, get anybody worked up here by saying this. But like, I don't care what people shoot. Honestly, God, I don't. I'm just going to tell you what I like and why I like it. But, like, I have nothing against Boss. I honestly don't. I, I've said a few things about how they market things and try to say their price is, is in my opinion, is false. A little bit of false. How should I say that? i got to be careful here. <laughs> I was going to say false advertisement. That might be a little harsh. But it's very tactical on, on how they're going about that. And that's fine. Whatever. I mean, 
it is what it is. Um, a lot of good people shoot this and promote it, and that's cool and everything. Um, people can say whatever. They say a lot about Heavy Shot, too, but I just know there's really good people, and I, I don't personally know the people that run Boss, but it's just funny, the marketing thing, that they how they say oh, it's so much cheaper because it's not. It's really not because they come in boxes of 20 shells, and I don't know why, but people get so worked up when you say that that are like Boss lovers, you know. I don't know why. But anyways, uh, Fioki has their Golden Waterfowl Bismuth. And they have it in 28 gauge. And let me see what it says about bosses. Are they saying they got... Okay, they're offering 10 gauge and 410. And, you know, their shorties are 2 and 3 quarter inch. Um, yeah. A lot of people are offering 28. That's good, though. They need to. need to. I mean, it's popular right now. <clears throat> Migers in here. I've always been curious. I've never shot Apex, but I hear a lot of good things about it. Um, they got their steel line. They don't really say much about it other than just steel, but I know they have some blended stuff too. But yeah, check out Heavy Metal Extreme. Um, I think that's going to be a hot, hot um, ammo this year. Moving on. Uh, let's see here. What is this? The Hunt Stand app. Hunt Stand app. I've never heard of that. Offers new exciting features for land managers and anyone seeking permission on new hunting property. The app uses micro satellite technology that gives you a new view of the land each month. That's cool. So updated maps, that's that's kind of big. Plus, you can go back month by month for several years to see land use changes. Huh. That's pretty cool. That's sweet. So the Hunt Stand app. Get it on all your cell phones. Number five is the Soundgear Phantom. That's a blue custom Bluetooth rechargeable hearing protection and enhancement device. That's nice being rechargeable. Because I hate dealing with those little batteries when that thing dies. It'd be nice just to let it which why couldn't they come out with that? I mean a Bose and everybody else. That's what I use for my like in ear Bluetooth charger, you know. Uh to listen to music or watch videos or whatever. So why wouldn't they? That's cool. Um, it says, it says the device has a noise reduction rating of 22 decibels and it can amplify sounds up to 30 decibels. And the product is custom molded. When we were there at Delta Waterfowl, we seen them actually trying putting those and fitting a lot of people with those. Um, so that's cool. A lot more comfortable. In the military, I had those for flying. I had custom made ones, man. It makes a world of difference. No pain in your ears at all. Um, looks like also Apex, ESP Apex has them. Um, they do, I don't know if those are fitted though. It says it suppresses noise over 90 decibels. Oh, over 90, it just suppresses them. New wind and noise algorithms constantly monitored to the environment to suppress wind noise as well. Okay. Yeah. I will say this. If I'm going to wear hearing protection, it's always going to be one of those kind because I want to hear the wings of the birds coming in that are sneaking in behind me. I don't want to wear earplugs. You can't hear Jack. And because not only that, but your calling sounds weird, which wearing these, anything I've worn so far is really mutes your calling. Now, I will say Tetra, when I was, when I have, I have Tetras, um, it's pretty good about that. It's not the same as not wearing ear protection. But it's pretty close. It's pretty close. It's close enough that I, even I can deal with it as much as I am weird about that. 
not wanting to hear, you know, deal with that. Uh, they got no, uh, excuse me. I'm almost done with this episode. Stay with me. Um, a de-icer. Don't really have a whole lot of need of that right where I'm at. Not to say that you couldn't Northern California. Onyx hunt maps. Those are always good. That's what we use all the time. Um, for retriever accessories, it says Yukonuba's Premix Performance Puppy Pro. Really good stuff. Um, they were really emphasizing that a lot, that Delta Waterfowl deal. But I feed Rocky, for those of you that haven't heard, I feed him the Yukonuba 30-20 blend, 30% protein, 20% fats. And why I do that too, it's not just that, because you can do purine a pro plan too. But um, it also... Eucanuba has chondroitin and glucosamine, which is really good for the joints. And we know that labs really struggle with joint problems as they get older. And Rocky's no spring chicken anymore. In fact, I think, and this kind of makes me sad to say this, I think he has a few gray hairs on his chin. Just got him. He's going to be six in November. Kind of sad. But, um, got some bumpers. We talked on one of the other episodes about, um, why is my mind going blank? Gunner Kennel's new bumpers are pretty sick. I, I got to hold them, feel them. Really, really nice. Um, and then we're going over camouflage and clothing. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna wrap this up here because actually on uh Yeah. Hmm. Uh, maybe I'll do a little more. But that episode coming out Wednesday is awesome. I can't wait. It's 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 gonna be a neat one. Not a lot is said about us in there, but hint, hint, we're going to be highly involved, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it because it's it's groundbreaking to me, in my opinion, That's that you're going to hear about. So that's the surprise I've been telling you about for a couple months. That's Wednesday. Be there, be square. All right. Uh, Sitka got the Kelvin Aerolite jacket. Um, What's this one? Bandits Heritage Collection Hybrid Waiter Jacket. That one's pretty cool. It's like nostalgic, kind of old school camo. Uh, Lacrosse. Lacrosse has an Alpha Agility Select Waiter. Hmm. It's actually pretty nice. Lacrosse does good waiters, but the funny thing is, when I was wearing, when I used to wear Lacrosse, they weren't even doing. Um, as far as I know, they weren't even doing breathables. They were only doing neoprene. If I remember, I could be wrong on that, but. Um. Okay, we got uh, First Light's new. Cash camo. It's like a darker. It's definitely would be good in the timber for sure. Um, what else do we got here? First light has a refuge park in bibs. They got their own stuff. I'm not really big on first light's camo, to be honest with you. I mean, it doesn't really matter, I guess, but I'm not saying it doesn't blend in or work. It's just I'm kind of weird. Like, to be honest with you, and I've said this for so long, I do not like Sitka's pattern. It works. It blends in with a lot of backgrounds, with uh, tulies, late season tulies, with um, grassy banks, wheat fields. I mean, there's a lot that the marsh pattern from Sitka blends in with. I just don't like digital. I guess it's not digital. If you look at it, it's more of a honeycomb. I just don't, the gold, it's just gold. Like, you look like you're a rapper. I've said this for so long. Like, you go with those clothes on after the hunt in the store, look like you're a rapper. Now, the timber color is a lot more doable for me as far as style. And it, style doesn't matter when you're hunting. You're going to wear what blends. And that's why I continue to wear it. 
but I just don't like. It, I feel like you look stupid when you wear a duck oven in the marsh pattern out to dinner. Like I would do it, and I've done it. It's not. I shouldn't say stupid. It just it stands out like a sore thumb. Like whereas if you're wearing timber, it doesn't. It's just it's just funny to me. Like it's just. The gold, I don't know. It's just funny. But anyways, um, um, this too, this, I really like the zipper design on the Duck Camp's zip waders. Um, I like how it kind of goes kind of to the crotch and then is kind of a, I'm not going to say S-shaped zipper, but it it goes diagonally from like the crotch up to the side. I think that's a great, great zipper design. I've actually, I, before I've seen this, I've already said this, that they need, someone needs to do a zipper that goes from like the crotch up to the armpit. Because honestly, it, I you lose so much pocket space and you lose so much stuff you could do in the front of your waders because the, the Delta zip waiter goes right up the middle. Um, you lose so much space and honestly, I put my shells like probably like seven or eight in each pocket on my left and right on my Sitka waders. But every once in a while, every other hunt or every four or five hunts, I lose a, way, a shell or two in the water because if you go lean over or do something, it falls out. So I just don't like that they're so shallow because there's a zipper in the middle. But these duck camp zip waders are pretty sick. Um, not the patterns, whatever. But uh, it says on here... They're fully breathable and feature well-designed essentials. Key features include a chest panel and side daisy chains that are compatible with modular moly attachments and other common accessories. The zip waders are made from a quiet, durable body fabric that consists of a nylon and polyester blend. The boots will keep you warm and dry thanks to 1,000 grams. And the waders are backed by a limited lifetime warranty. I'll just tell you, like, 1,000 grams, like, that's fine. California, maybe down south, but man, you get up north, you need 16s. That's just my opinion. That's like what sick is. They're 1600. And I didn't know this, but I've been told twice already. People are telling me that Sitka is making their own boot now. And it's not lacrosse, which I believe them, the people that told me that. But I don't, I'm kind of wondering why they did that. I mean, I guess it's better for them to make it in house. But, anyways, I really liked. Not the first boot the waiters come out with, because that one almost make your shin sore sometimes. But I really like the second boot they came out with, which I thought was still lacrosse. Maybe it was a Sika boot. I don't know. <sighs> Maybe I've already been wearing a Sika boot for two years. I didn't even know it. Uh, anyways, uh, last thing I'm going to do, just because time was, I, I said I wasn't going to keep this one long, is uh, they got some base layers that have a little heater in it. For It says for women's heated base layers. It's like a little button to push on their wrist. That's kind of cool. Keep people warm. I'm sure not just women would wear that. That's cool, though. It says a 10,000 lithium polymer battery to guarantee up to eight hours of reliable heat. A three-bar LED controls offers low, medium, and high settings. That's cool. And then they got some sp women-specific waders from Lacrosse. There's 1,600 grams of insulation. Looks good. Yeah, those look good. That's good. They need to. That you know the companies need to be making 
more stuff for women anyways, honestly. But yeah, that's I'm gonna wrap it up there. There's some more, but I'll probably be doing it in another episode. There's cause there's blinds, chokes, there's a bunch of other stuff in here. So, anyways, yeah, pick this magazine up if you guys get a chance and don't forget to, you know, support Delta Waterfowl. And if you're in California, support California Waterfowl and whatever you're at for that, your state. Remember to support them. And uh thanks for listening, guys. Uh remember tune in Wednesday and get that that uh pretty awesome detailed descriptive podcast that we have a couple guests on it's me and thomas with the two guests so we'll see you guys in the next one